The Altar Life. Two hours of the best Christian music. The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. Like pop rocks and coke. This is Brent. And I'm Jeff. And you're listening to The Altar Life. With Brent and Jeff. Jeff, have you ever done that pops rock and coke thing? No. Yeah, me neither. I would never do it. I'm so afraid. (laughs) So afraid. But thanks Uh, a lot for tuning in every Saturday night. We're on the air. We're rocking the jam. Yeah. And uh, we got two hours of the best music you'll ever hear. Period. And some... Truths from God's word, unadulterated, straight from our hearts to yours. Yeah, we're going to be real with you, period. Period. And, uh, we're just excited that Exclamation we're here. Exclamation point. We're excited that you're tuning in. Hopefully, um, wherever you're at, whether you're driving around or you're at home just chilling with the radio on, or you know, if you're top of a mountain ready to jump, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> don't do <laughs> just it. Just kidding. I hope, hope. I wish. I wish I was on top of a mountain looking at beautiful stars and scenery. Yeah. I just went there for some reason. Uh, in my that's head, all right. But, uh, You're allowed to. Yeah. Yeah. Because the message we have for you tonight is going to keep you off of that mountain in the good sense. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because you'll realize that there is hope and there is joy and there is something to look forward to when we live for God. And hopefully you'll get that from what we share tonight. We're going to be talking about being open, confessing, and, uh, uh, just being completely laid bare for God and how freeing that can be and how important it is for us to live a, a life of integrity and a life of um, just uh, real peace and guiltlessness. <laughs> <laughs> you know, everybody's got secrets and uh, things mm-hmm. that you don't want anyone else to know. Or, you know, you've always everyone's always had a friend that came up to them and said, yo, you want to hear something, but don't tell nobody. And then, uh, you know, they tell you something, and it's basically a secret, and it's usually not good. Usually, it's when it's in that context, it's some gossip, you know, some slander. But, um, you know, everybody's got something that they hold inside that they don't let anyone else know, or it's, you know, it's your little secret, you and you. And, um, and, and some of that stuff, if it's something that's, you know, that's not pleasing to the Lord, that's, that secret can actually start having power in your life and can mm-hmm. start doing something bad. And... Um, <laughs> You know, God wants us to open up and, and share that, but and we're going to be talking about that. And why don't we, why don't we want to open ourselves up? And yeah. Why do we have all these little secrets all over in our heart? Yeah, just for my own life, I'll tell you, being um, having the burden of guilt um, and just having you know that unconfessed sin and all those things, it just it can take its toll on every aspect of your life, and you don't even realize it when it's happening. Um, you don't realize that it's affecting anybody other than just yourself. But once. Um, God can get in there and see, then he can clean it out and he can really do his surgery. He just needs to know what's going on. So uh, that's what we're going to be talking about tonight. We're excited about this topic, so hopefully you will be too. The Altar Life. Seeing isn't believing. With and Jeff. Believing is seeing. Send us an email with a request, thealtarlife at yahoo.com. Also, you can go on our myspace.com, The Altar Life, and uh, comment us and uh, put a request in. We'll get it on one of our shows in the future. Or just say hi. I like friendly listeners who just say hi. Yeah, and not get off the air. Idiots. <laughs> <laughs> like most of our emails are. Now we're just gonna, kidding. Yeah. Now we're going to get 10 emails saying, get off the air, idiots. Um, but but uh, Go ahead, Brent. But anyway, guess speaking of let it all out, uh, let it all come out from that Newsboy song we just heard, um, you know, a good analogy of what we're talking about tonight is, you know, of, of keeping, keeping all that stuff hidden inside, all that stuff that's junk that just sits in our hearts and we don't want anyone to know. It's kind of like... You know, I remember one time I stepped on a pencil, 
and I was running and I like ran over a pencil and it like, broke and it like broke in my foot and so I had this really big piece of wood stuck in my foot and um, I thought I got it all out and uh, you know when I was after I had done it and I was walking around for a couple of days and just getting worse kept getting worse and worse I started getting infected and I was like what in the world so finally I got you know I took a real close look at it and realized that there was this really big hunking piece of wood in my foot and um, so when I got that out my foot started to heal and I started feeling better um, and it's just like the way it is with sin and the way it is with those sinful secrets that we keep inside and we think nobody knows but it starts festering it starts it stays in there and it starts getting infected and, and really you can't be freed from that stuff unless you get it all out yeah how was how it getting that thing out was it easy <laughs> no was it camp <laughs> no it wasn't it hurt <laughs> really bad <laughs> but now you can walk because you didn't have to get your foot amputated because of gangrene. So that's, that's a good thing. So uh, <laughs> a lot of times the outcome is, you know, it's hard to see when the current circumstances are happening. But believe me, it's a lot better for you to get through that yep. momentary pain and that momentary anguish to get to that point of, oh, I just feel so much better and I have a foot still. It brought a whole new meaning to the phrase, get the lead out, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> so, but um bum but um, the next song we're going to play for you is a Jars of Clay song, and it's kind of a funny title, but it, you know, it has that whole idea of covering things up. You know, you think of magicians and all the, you know, the big uh, mysterious kind of uh, a good magician, deception. A good magician never tells their secrets. That's right. And uh, this song is called Mirrors and Smoke. So enjoy. Well, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, as always, this stuff in lieu of actual entertainment. The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. It's always a good. It's such a good feeling when there's nothing that you're trying to hide, and it's just like, hey, look at me. I'm in the light. <laughs> um, Open book, which is what I'm trying to do right now with my Bible. <laughs> can't you hear the? Can't you hear the pages rustling? <laughs> <laughs> Ephesians chapter five um, talks about walking in love and walking in wisdom, and talks about walking in the light. It says. For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. Finding out what is acceptable to the Lord. See, when you allow God to look at us and see everything that's going on in our life, he's going to point out, okay, I don't like that. That has to go. This is good. Hold on to this. Feed into this instead of, you know, the bad things. we got to find out once we start living according to what's acceptable to God. You know, like David says in the Psalms, search me. If there's any wicked way, you know, remove it so that I can walk in, in ever, life everlasting. He goes on to say, have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. Ooh, exposing. Ooh. For it is shameful even to speak of those things which are done by them in secret. Ooh. So even when it may not be you doing things secretively, but if you're like talking about other people and you're not like confronting them and saying you need to get and you're just kind of enjoying the fact that everybody else is living these secret lives and you're gossiping about it yeah you're you're lined right up in with those people you're in the lineup and you're just as guilty so you gotta watch that it says um for oh but all things that are exposed are made manifest by the light for whatever makes manifest is light it's a great verse check it out ephesians chapter 5 read it sometime it'll change your life changing your life and the altar life and what does it mean to be an altar life cat you know it means laying your life down on the altar and the only way to actually lay your life down is to be real with yourself and there's so many 
Christians out there, Christians out there that aren't even real with themselves and they think, well, you know, I'm mostly good, but there's that little piece of me that, you know, we won't talk about that. And you don't think God knows and God sees all that stuff, even though if we don't, and we're playing tricks with it, we think we're playing tricks with God, he sees what's going on. So um, he knows when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. Yeah. He knows if you've been bad or good. So come on, be good for goodness sake. Oh, wait. That's Santa Claus. That's Santa Claus. But it can be applicable to Jesus, too. Yeah. Actually, Santa Claus stole it from Jesus, <laughs> just like Christmas. And he didn't tell anybody. That was Jerk. his little dirty secret. <laughs> <laughs> the Altar Life. Music. Please give us the power to blow people's minds with our high-voltage rock. Truth. Come on now, don't be bashful. Real. I'm trying to think, but nothing happens. The Altar Life. With Brent. Someone need a hug. And Jeff. I like to eat. Is that such a crime? Period. You know, Brent, there's that guy who puts up a good front, and you think you know exactly who he is, you got him all figured out, but guess what? He's got something hidden. He's got some secret lifestyle that he's really just got going on, and nobody knows about it, and you know what? I'll tell you, man, you think you know a guy. Here's the You Think You Know a Guy by The Elms. You're listening to The Also Life with Brett and Jeff. All right, that was The Normals with a song called Forgive. Hope you're enjoying the show this evening. Thank you for tuning in. We're going to be rolling it for another hour, all the way up to 11 o'clock. Thanks for tuning in. We always want to thank you because uh, you could be listening to something else, but you're not. There's a lot of options on that radio dial. A lot of None evil. as good as this, I might add. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you change the dial right now, an angel cries. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's like, All right, let me change the subject real quick. Uh, this crazy little Indian guy named KP Yohannan. I don't know if any of you guys have ever heard of him. Um, he's a guy who um, oversees a ministry called Gospel for Asia. And I've been reading a book that he wrote. And he has this chapter in his book. And it's called Lord Cut Me Open. And one of the things he's, ta- he's talking about is this very thing we're talking about tonight. And um, this little sentence that he wrote really captured me and spoke to my heart it says he says our problem is not that we lack bible information speakers or opportunities rather our problem is that we don't want to face the truth of who we really are we don't want others to know it either and we even try to fool god we never ask him to search our heart and reveal our secrets instead we pretend with a spiritual life we don't live a peace we don't experience and a holiness and a commitment we don't possess How many people, I mean, I'm guilty of this frequently in that, you know, you know, there's something you're struggling with inside your heart or there's some sin that is in there that God's trying to point out and try to talk to you about. And, and you're just playing this game. Like, you know, you know, I'm, I'm fine. I'm a good Christian. Look, look at all these other people out there that, uh, I'm better than, and uh, they're really screwing up their life with me. I'm doing all right. Um, and you know, it's it's you get caught in this loop, this loop of like trying to fake God out, you know. You're you're trying to do a little shake and bake with God, like you know. And he's oh he's like like oh I missed that. Oh how did I not see that little part <laughs> of your heart that you weren't honoring me with? And um, we do that and we pretend like we're we're pe- we're at peace. We pretend like you know we're completely chill with God. And um, but yet we know inside when we lay down at, at night, we know there's something wrong. We know that God's speaking to our hearts and asking us to move past something. And, um, you know, but, but yet we keep it a secret, not only f- with other people, but, um, but with God as well. Yeah. And we're, like you said, we're fooling ourselves because we think that because our 
outward appearance is totally, you know, exposed in the sense like, oh yeah, everybody sees me doing good things. We think that that kind of outweighs what's going on in our heart. And um, God is always the first person to say, it doesn't matter what's happening on the outside. You know, we, the famous verse when uh, Samuel was picking the next king of Israel and God says, man looks at the outward appearance, but God looks at the heart. And you see over and over in the in the New Testament with Jesus confronting the Pharisees saying, yeah, your outward looks, they're great. You got everything going on, but inside your heart is like a sarcophagus. You got like dead rotting bones in there and you have no life in you because you're not willing to sacrifice the inside the heart to god you just give him the things that other people see you give so that you get the credit and you get all the you know all the blessings but you're not willing to go through the surgery um to make yourself healthy you know there's a lot of people that are very anti doctors very anti surgery and stuff but in a lot of ways that's that's the our last you know that's our last hope. God gave intelligence to these people to do these things, and the the writer of Acts and the Book of Luke was a doctor. You know, and we um, God, I I think he's very interested in surgery, and in uh, he's the great physician. You know, he wants to make the sick well. That's why he came. He didn't come to party with the good people. He came to fix the problems. Yeah. And the only way you can fix something that's wrong is by finding it in the first place. And that's what we need to allow God to do in our life. Dude, I serve a society by rocking, okay? I'm out there on the front lines liberating people with my music. Rocking ain't no walk in the park, ladies. But luckily, the altar life rocks with the greatest of ease. We got another hour for you, so keep it locked here. We got some Adam Watts, Small Town Poets, but here we go with... Hide by Red. All right, that was Miracle by Story Side B. Are you cool cats listening to the show, picking up what we're laying down this evening? I hope so. <laughs> or else we're going to get the axe. What's the application for tonight, man? I, 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 um, we got lots more of the word coming up, but, you know, how many of you are sick and tired of being sick and tired? I sound like one of those. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse Jackson. <Help>. I'm <laughs> falling. I can't get up. Yeah. Commercials. Um, for some be alive product or something, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, you know, like how many people are just sick of just having that weight? You know, you're living with a weight and you're carrying it around and you're lugging it around. It's like you know, if someone said, "Here, here's this boat anchor, and um, do me a favor, carry this around with you wherever you go," uh, you'd get tired of it, man. It'd be just it'd be weighing you down. You couldn't do fun things because you had to hold this stinking anchor, and um, it's like. Just throw the anchor yeah. into the ocean. And then they take you up in a plane, and they're like, okay, here, jump with this parachute. You're going to hit the and ground then, yeah. harder than you normally would. Yeah. That's what it's like. It's like, try to fly with this. Go ahead. I dare you. Oh, yeah. You're way down. It's pretty... Sh- you know, that's like when they clip the wings of the, the bird so they can't fly. And, uh, you know, they you see them, and they're, they they're have, trying. like, a little chain thing around their ankle and stuff. And, like, the guy's got them on the gloved hand, and it's like, this bald eagle, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, yeah, they that's... try so hard. So sad. When you see them, like, flapping their wings, and they're just, like, jumping around. It's, it's pretty sad. But uh, that's what it can be like a lot of times when we allow sin in our life, is that it's almost like it's clipping our wings. We can't fly. Uh, we can't soar like the eagles, you know, like it says in the Bible, that we can't... Um, we can't uh, be what God originally intended us to be. We're getting held down by this anchor, this weight. And, you know, it says in Hebrews that we should run the race, you know, laying aside every weight that and, and the sin that so easily ensnares. And um, 
what we need to do if we're going to run swiftly, if we're going to run the race that Christ has laid before us, we need to get rid of those things. And a lot of times we don't have the strength. We need to get to say, God, I don't know how to fix this, but you do. So just get in there and do it. And, and it's like when you're ripping off a Band-Aid and you're like, just do it. Just do it. <laughs> you close your eyes. You look away. Or if someone's getting the splinter out like Brett was talking about before and they, they get the, the needle and they light it so that it's sterile. I don't know if that really does anything. Yeah, and right. then you're just like, you turn away and you're like, just just get it out. <laughs> and you're like, that's what it can be like a lot of times. you got to say, God, I trust you, even though I know this is going to be really painful. And that's one of the hardest things to do is just yeah. to give our life into God's hands. Um, but that's what this next song is going to talk about. It's Adam Watts. It's called Give It All to You. So just allow this song to minister to you tonight. You're unbelievable. The altar. This is unbelievable. I cannot believe this. This is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. All right. That song was Moonlit by Falling Up, and it's time to talk about what we think is unbelievable this unbelievable. week. Unbelievable. You know, um... As we were sitting here pondering on what our unbelievable should be, and we were thinking about secrets and whispering things to people and passing notes, and we just couldn't think, stop thinking yeah. about junior high crushes. And the inability for junior hires to keep secrets. <laughs> you want to know what a junior hi- what's going on to a junior hire. They're not very good liars, and I guess that might be a good thing. Yeah. Once definitely. they get into high school, and you know, that's when they start getting really good at being deceptive, but junior high kids is like, uh... I don't like them. Shut up. And it's like... So all the new technology, (laughs) right, is all based on letting junior high kids talk to each other and spread secrets. (laughs) Basically. Basically it is. I don't want to say it out loud. I can text it to you. Text messages. (laughs) And it's somewhat less intrusive to uh, send a text message to somebody than it is to uh, just tell them to their face. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) It's a lot easier. It's like, I think all employers should be able to fire people by texting them. It just limits that whole confrontation thing. It makes it yeah, a lot easier, exactly. a lot less painless. No, but uh, seriously, junior high kids, like, think about all the technology geared towards them so that they can just be deceptive and secretive. And then you almost see the commercials, and it's like, kids, lie to your parents because they don't really know what's happening. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, your little secret. That's right. And the parents are like, whatever, mom. Yeah. And they slap hands, and they're like... <laughs> no, but we've all been there, you know. I so and so like so and so, and then you're like, oh, I like him. And but don't tell. But don't tell him. Hey, you need to go up to their best friend, and you're like, does so and so like me, or does so and so like my friend over there? And then like, there's all these little like little things that are going on under the That's surface. A, I remember just working with junior high kids, and then like, you see like this is a little bit more on the girl side. No offense, ladies, but like when it's like, don't tell them, but you're really my best friend. She thinks that she's my best friend, but you're really, the, and then they go to the next person. Like she thinks she's really my best friend, but you really are. And it's oh. like that whole, like just like deceitfulness and backbiting. And it's all just oh. like, I wish you could just like take every conversation that's had amongst your kids and just like put it up on a screen. And they just all be like, oh, whoops. So <laughs> I didn't, when I said that, I didn't mean, but, you know, that's what God wants to do with our lives. He wants to, uh, you know, if if we would be embarrassed if somebody saw it up on a screen, then we really shouldn't be doing it, <laughs> in, in a sense. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, totally. God, um, we should, you know, there's, there's things in our life that God just wants to lay out and just point out and say, that's good, that's bad. You know, and if there's something in your life or something hidden in your closet or something that's going on that if someone was to walk by your house and that was right on the lawn and you'd be embarrassed and you know <laughs> you don't want to you know a little five-year-old saying my 
my dad said this. And you're like, oh, Johnny, he's not really <laughs> like that one commercial. Where did he ever get that? There was an old commercial or something, and the kids are just saying things, and it was the whole thing was these granola bars and trying to get keep kids to keep their mouth shut. You give them this granola bar. It was a great commercial, <laughs> and it's like, my dad says that I can't believe you wore white on your wedding day. <laughs> like, just crazy <laughs> stuff. But, uh, you know, kids are very good at keeping secrets, uh, and junior high kids especially aren't very good at keeping secrets because um, you know they just like the attention of being the one that has all the knowledge and all the and is it really worth it in the end is it really worth it to keep the secret (laughs) I mean sometimes sometimes it's all about just saying you know what it's all God sees it anyway so why is it such a big secret (laughs) oh so uh, but that's it's unbelievable yeah to be young again All right, we're this not that old. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and we're sixty years old. Don't be on those young whippersnappers. You're listening to the Alter Life with Brent and Jeff. All right, so now you've been sitting here this whole show, and you've been listening to us, and you're like, I don't have any secrets. I am like all caught up. I'm in the light. There's nothing in my heart that's hidden. There's nothing in my heart that really is is uh, not pleasing the Lord. And I, to that, I would say, great. Um, but you know, I'd also challenge you to do what David did. And he says, Oh Lord, you have searched me and know me. You found, you know, my sitting down and my rising up. And he asked the Lord to search him and to know him and, uh, to seek if, see if there's anything wicked in his heart and, um, to, to show it so that he can get it out. And you know what, no matter why you're still on earth, no matter how good and how righteous and how holy you think you are, the Lord still got some work to do. And um, he's promised to do that work and finish it till the day of Christ. So, you know, I challenge all of us to, tonight, before we lay our heads down on our pillows and go into uh, sleepy time Candyland. Dreamland. <laughs> uh, ask the Lord. Just say, yo, Lord, you know, look at me. Look at my heart. See if there's anything that doesn't please you. If there is, help me to, uh, help me to overcome that stuff and um, rip it out of my heart, whatever the cost. Yeah. You know, because it's worth, it's so worth it, because when you're free, man, it's like, it's like having a birthday every day, man. It's, like, <laughs> yeah. it's just like Woo-hoo. that running through the sprinkler feeling. You're just like, <laughs> reckless abandon. That's what it's like when you don't have that sin weighing you down, and, and your accounts are all balanced with God, that everything has been uh, confessed. You know, famous verse, uh, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us. And to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Um, that's really what it is about being a Christian. You confess, and confess is basically just saying, I know you're right, I messed up. <laughs> like yep. you're confessing to what you've done. And that's all God wants. He wants us to, and it's not, you know, we, we're forgiven for all of our sins when we accept Jesus, but we want to stay accurate. We want to stay in line with Him because we can really get far off the path when we don't stay close and stay up to date with Christ as far as um, confessing our sins. So you just need to be open with him um, so that he can just continually trim, just like those bushes that you have to, you know, so they can bear more fruit. You got to chop them sometimes. So uh, I just did that yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. My it looks really nice, looking nice. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. The trimming process. And it's not a fun process, but um, it always looks good in the end. And, uh, always brings glory to the owner and that's jesus christ that's right and the end is nigh all right jeff i've been having such a good time listening to this music and talking about god's word you know he's so good and he's so loving and he loves us uh, more than we know and he's got a plan for our life and he's he's just the bomb 
Yeah. God is the bomb. Straight up. Once we're rid of ourselves, like the fold just sang, we can really feel free. And the, the last song we're going to send it out with is by The Turning. This song is called My Heart is Free. Enjoy the rest of your evening. We'll see you at church tomorrow. Allow God to richly bless you as you confess your sin to Him. And there's one thing left to say. Be cool cats. Live for Christ. Period. Period.